Hey, hey, what's going on? It is Davey Mifsud here for the Hustle and Fitness Podcast. I'm doing a solo episode today. Haven't got my partner in crime, Mr. Jake Turnbull, with me, but that's okay. We've been very busy boys, as we always are, and so a bit of a solo one. And we often talk about a lot of different topics, but a lot of things related to to your mindset, to overall personal development, to help with everything from fitness, business, and even relationships, or areas of life, really. But today, I'm really going to focus down on some fitness stuff, which is probably appropriate being in that industry, and talk about why most diets, why most challenges, why the way most people go about trying to make big changes to their body and their lifestyle is, I want to say effing them up, probably can't put that in the title, but causing a lot more problems than it's solving. And this is something that from running my gym for four years now in April and being a trainer before that and talking to so many, uh, mainly women, that's, that's my who my gym works with, is incredibly prevalent. And this is going to be more relevant to you if you're someone who has actually had quite a hard time with trying to, say, lose weight or trying to get results consistently. People who this – is, this is an important starting context, right? Some people, for whatever reason, see results pretty quickly. And some people and other people follow a very similar protocol and don't see results very quickly and really battle with results. If you're in, if you are in the latter, this will be a lot more relevant to you of what I'm going to dive into and probably explain why you might have done other challenges at gyms or gone on diets and not seen results or seen results and then lost them. And the the problem that comes with that, I'll dive into that in a second. If you're one of those people who just like most most personal trainers in, out there, this is the unfortunate reality, have it pretty easy. And that's often why they're in the industry. Most of them have been fit most of their life. So that's why they end up in the personal training world. And they don't know what it's like to actually have to struggle. They don't often know what it's like to have to battle with bad eating habits, to battle with gaining weight quickly, to battle with a lot of different things that people face. And so again, I just want to start with that context. If you're someone who has an easy time with it, this stuff won't relate to you unless you're a PT, unless you're running challenges, you want to learn more about how to train clients, this will definitely be relevant to you. But here's what I've, here's what I've experienced so many times. And this for me is probably the most, look, as someone who has struggled himself with his body most of his life, this gets to me a lot. And I would say when I, I would say every three or four people, uh, you know, new member that comes in the gym has had a similar experience to this. And this is what it is. They've done, they, they wanted to, they, for whatever reason, they needed to or wanted to lose weight. So they've done, whether it's a challenges at you know, another gym or a challenge from some online program or downloaded a program or done some form of diet or something like that. And most of the approaches out there are fairly extreme. They're fairly quick and they want to get you rapid results. And I definitely get it, okay? It's very, if you run a gym, and I know this because, you know, I was guilty of it for a while, and you need to get more clients. You're a PT or you run some online program, you need more clients. You want to be, you know, pumping out some good before and after photos. So you know what you do? You give people overly restrictive diets that are almost careless at times. They will drop people's food down really low, have them, ex- you know, exercise in extreme amounts. The, the classic one now is like super low carbs, even though, it's been shown that it doesn't matter if you go higher carb or low carb, you can get the same results. Topic for another time. Super extreme plans, for whatever reason, people follow them. Some people, and most people, if the first time or second time they do it, will see fast results because they're on such low calorie foods um, or diet in general, they're exercising heaps and that's going to let them see fast results. The problem is most of this stuff is very hard to stick to. 
And then afterward, people haven't built a balanced eating type of plan or even just a balanced lifestyle. They achieve their results in a way that takes an inhumane amount of willpower and effort often. So as soon as the challenge is over or the diet is over or something happens and, and it ends for whatever reason, you know, people go back to where they were in the before photo, right? They got the before photo, the after photo, but they end up back up before pretty quickly. That in itself is frustrating, right? You know, you, you work your ass off and you end up back where you started from. Pretty frustrating. Here's what gets more frustrating, and there's research to support this. Every single time that people go through that, that cycle of fairly rapid weight loss via a approach that's fairly extreme, and you can't really have one without the other, but bear with me. You go through that rapid weight loss approach, extreme plan, then you end up back where you started from. Generally, these fluctuations are, are, some, are fairly quick. They might not always be quick, but the fluctuations happen. It is even harder, even harder afterward each time you do that to try and get the same results again. I'll say that again. It's every single time that you do that, it's harder to get results again. So for example, I, I could tell you 10 to 20, 30 people I've had walk in the gym and have this exact, this exact same experience. They've done a challenge at some gym. They trained an hour or two every day. They went to fucking zero carbs. They just were super strict on their food. They were perfect. Lost a fair bit of weight, gained it back one way or another. And when they went on the same protocol again, they can't lose weight now. They can't lose weight. And then sometimes they do it again and they've got trainers telling them, you know, oh, you're obviously just lying about what you're doing or you're obviously not being honest with your, 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 your eating or your training or you're doing this and that, which if you're, being, if you're making that assumption as a trainer, you've got to really, you've got to sort your shit out. It's not the way to handle clients. You've got to come at it with a lot more empathy and a lot more, yeah, we'll go. That's another topic, another time about trainers who handle that badly. But people then go the same approach don't see the results and it's extraordinarily frustrating. And again, it, for me, it just, it, it literally breaks my heart as someone who's battled with it myself because you're doing all the right things. You drop your food again, you're eating well, you're training hard, but you're not seeing the same results. You're getting diminishing returns every single time that you do something like this. And what it really is, again, to, to explain maybe to those who feel lost or confused out there, essentially people talk about like, I have a slow metabolism, a fast metabolism, right? We, we hear those phrases. Some people have a hyper-adaptive metabolism. What that means, and they can actually, you can actually end, you know, not create, but develop a hyper-adaptive metabolism. You drop your food, you start exercising a lot more, because again, we're doing the challenge, we're doing the diet, the program that worked before, and your metabolism is really able to adapt to that and go, you know what, you're eating less, you're moving more, and you've done this multiple times and every time you do it, I don't feel very good. This is layman's terms, right? And your body adapts to that very quickly by lowering its metabolism, by essentially you burning less calories without you even realizing it. So even though you're not eating as much food, you are not losing the weight you should be losing. So that's the kind of scary thing. People, they've done a couple of challenges, they've lost weight, gained it back, and now it's like, I've got to do it again, but I'm getting diminishing returns. I'm not seeing the same results. Unfortunately, you've developed a body that knows how to adapt to low-calorie programs because you've done it so much and it didn't like it, and now you're in a pretty shit situation. And that's not to be harsh, that's, that's just the unfortunate reality. And again, I've had so many people come in, I have to explain this, and you need to start with this understanding. But 
it's pretty fucking bad. And the reason I, like, I want to talk about it is to stop people starting in the first place, right? Like prevention is the best sort of treatment, as they say. If you do this, if you, if you want to lose weight, you want to get in better shape, you want to get healthy, all that stuff, right? If you can just do this the right way from the start, you avoid all these problems. Because I can tell you when I have these, these new members come in and I have to explain to them that guess what? Like I could drop you down to super low calories and make you cut out all your carbs again and train your butt off, but you probably won't even see that good results and you probably won't be able to stick to it. That, that's a hard way to explain to them. You have to explain to people they're going to see slower results probably. I've got clients who have been with us for a year or two have said very, very gradual results and there's, there's not much else you can do except chip away at it for whatever reason and often it's because of the history of the way they've been eating and what it's done to their body. And this is the, again, this, the sad reality of what's going on in the world. And again, as I said toward the start, I, I get it from a lot of gyms or programs perspective. I can somewhat empathize with needing to do that approach. Do I think it's the better approach now that I've been in business a bit longer? Definitely not. Because it, it's, when you realize what it does to people, when you realize that if you put someone on a challenge for eight weeks, cut all their food, make them train like crazy, yell at them, tell them to be perfect. When you realize that after that, you're probably doing them damage you realize it's not the right thing to do. And what most gyms, PTs, if anyone out there listening who's in the industry, you need to learn how to market properly. Because when you learn how to market an appropriate message in the right way, you don't have to sell people on crazy weight loss results. Like we do a six-week challenge at my gym and most of the time, we, we aim people to lose between three to five six, or maybe even six kilos max in that time. Do some people lose a bit more? Occasionally, yeah, good on them. Uh, and they do it in a healthy way though. But we set very realistic goals and we don't need to promise that you're going to lose 10 kilos in six weeks to get clients in the door because I know how to market and I know how to tell the truth and explain to people why the truth is important and why they should do it this way. So that's marketing. And if you're a PT or a gym owner, anything like that out there, that is what you need to learn how to do properly so you don't rely on ridiculous promises. You know, there's lots of supplements out there these days that are like seven-day detoxes, right? And like 14-day, there's the skinny T-shirt. There's all these different nonsense things and again the only way they can make sales is by promising ridiculous results like if i I've, we need to promise that in seven days you're going to lose three kilos that's how we'll make signups it just fucks people you don't you don't even lose weight you don't lose body fat you lose water weight and you gain most of it back and again you just you just perpetuate this cycle of dropping your food to try to lose weight fast screwing your metabolism up not not metabolism is such screwing up that your body adapts quicker and then you're going to be more difficult long term so what the what do you do knowing this? Well, let's let's I want to go back to the start. If you're someone who hasn't maybe gone down this road too much, you know, you haven't dieted tons of times, you haven't gone through too many extreme protocols, you haven't fallen for a lot of the fads and gimmicks out there. How do you do this properly? As I said, prevention is the best treatment, right? You want to do it properly from the start. Here's what most people fail to be aware of when it comes to changing, like getting a different result in their body or their health. And that it it really is a game of building better habits and a better lifestyle and routine. And we hear that word a lot. We hear, okay, I need to, you know, it needs to be a lifestyle. We hear that a lot. I don't think, I think because it said so much, people almost ignore it or they just take it for granted because it said so much, it's so cliched that you forget about it. That is the game you are playing, a game of habits. Because your life, there's, there's research. Like we, most of our thoughts each day are like 90% the same thoughts as the day before. I heard that a few months ago. I was like, that's crazy. We literally think about the same shit day after day, right? We have patterns that we run. 
habits are probably not much different. I don't know the stats, but most of our day is on autopilot. Most of our day, we do the same stuff we did the day before, and that's why it's easy. It doesn't take much mental energy. And, and that's what our habits do. Until you develop habits that serve you and build a, a healthy lifestyle routine, you will never maintain your results. Never. It's not going to happen. So you can follow the best diet in the world. I can give you the best training program in the world. But unless you put the consistent work into making those habits, you'll see results, but you'll get back where you started from. Okay. And that sounds very big picture. Sounds very impractical, but it needs to be understood. It needs to be understood. And the reason really difficult and extreme protocols struggle with that is it's hard to make a habit out of really, really hard things. It's just harder to make that a habit. Like brushing your teeth, we've all got a habit. It's not that difficult. It takes five minutes, end of the night, done. In the morning as well, right? Whereas if you're going to go down a road of like cutting out all your favorite food or you're going to drink these shakes or you're going to do these intense workouts twice, if you, if you follow these hard to sustain protocols, it's very difficult to make those habits because they're such extreme behaviors. So you're already losing before you start. So we know we need to make things habits. That is step one. So I would rather someone who has a crap diet and all over the place diet, just start eating three meals a day at the same time each day and getting into a somewhat of a habit of even just making food and preparing their food and being mindful of their food, than telling them the best food in the world to eat, right? Like I could say to you, here's a list of food you should eat. Here's the food you should not eat. Great. Very useful. But I would rather people just start with eating at set times, taking anything from home, building the habit of being mindful about what you're eating. Yeah, that is the big picture habit. After that, then it's, yeah, okay, we can talk about what foods eat and all that stuff. But that is a main habit. Instead of worrying about the perfect exercise regime and trying to train, you know, the most extreme way possible, trying to train so many hours a day, if you're not working out, get into the routine and the habit of you get up and you do a 30-minute walk in the morning. That's it. Done. Don't worry if that's going to help you lose weight quickly. Don't worry about the result of that. Yes. Yes. You just need to build that habit. And after you do that for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you know what happens? It gets easier. It gets easier to get up. Even when you, we have clients and I, and I ask, they come in at 5.30 a.m. I'm like, hey, how are you? And they're like, I'm getting smashed. They're like, work is busy. Kids are crazy. This and that. But they're still in the gym at 5.30 a.m. You know why? Because they have habits built that say, even when life gets a bit crazy, even when shit goes wrong, I still work out. And I can tell you, I've had times in business that have been nuts, running around like crazy, so busy, so many things, but I'll still find a way to get my workout in. And it, it won't take, it will take a 0.1% of my willpower to do that workout because it's a habit. It's a habit of working out four days a week for me, going to the gym, doing the, doing the stuff, Right. That is why things need to become habits so that when life goes crazy, you don't default. You, you, when things go wrong, you're going to default back to what you normally do because it's easy. If you're juggling all these extra stresses, trying to then start something new is one extra stressor to add into the whirlwind of things you're juggling. So what will happen is your body will go for the path of least resistance, which is to do what it's been doing for the last three months, six months, 12 months. If the last three months, six months, 12 months have been consistent, have been good habits, you'll go back to them. There's a, the best expression ever is that the chains of habits are too weak to be felt until they're too strong to be broken. That's what habits are about. And that is why when you get into bad habits, 
they're very hard to break and you need to slowly break them very gradually and build good habits in place. But also good habits get too strong to be broken. So when you start working out, you know, four days a week for 12 months, life will get busy in month 13, but you you actually won't be able to stop working out. Have you ever had those people that like almost can't not work out? You go three days, I hit in the gym and you get like jittery and you're restless. That's because that good habit is now too strong to be broken. So when we go back to what I started this whole thing on, big picture, that is the game everyone is playing. And if you want to start seeing results, start with one small habit at a time. Focus on that process of what are the little things I need to be doing to get me seeing results. Mindful of your eating, start recording your eating. Simple workout routine. Try to look at how many steps you're taking each day. Take a few extra steps. Just get into that habit of looking at how many steps you take and trying to get towards say 10,000 a day. Simple stuff and then that just becomes the habits you want to try reinforce and build and over time it will. Then from there, it's about a gradual improvement. This is another one people get caught up in, it's tricky. We want to just gradually do things. So if you track your food and you start eating better, make small changes now. Okay, now I'm going to start adding a handful of vegetables into lunch and dinner every single day. That's my goal. That's a behavior goal as well, not a result goal. I don't want to, yes, I might want to lose weight, but I want to focus on behaviors. I want to focus on what I can control, not what I can't control. You can't jump on the scales and scream at them to have your weight come down, but you can focus each day on eating a handful of vegetables with lunch and dinner. Great. Now your nutrition's improving. You probably have more energy. You'll be fuller from that. All of that will lead to better weight loss, right? So you need to focus on that process and gradual improvements. A few extra serves of veg, a little bit more protein with most meals, getting your steps in, like I said before, moving a little bit more, starting the workout routine. Okay, I did three days of 30 minutes this week. I'll try to do four days of, or, or I did every day, I did 10 minutes this week. Got up, did 10 minute walk around the block, came back, got to work, day started. All right, let's make it 15 minutes. Let's make it 20 minutes. Very small improvements. You might be like, that's gonna take me three months to, to get to a, a, a really intense working regime. Yeah, but you'll be able to maintain it for three months versus three weeks of a really intense one that you fuck off by week four because it's too hard. It's a slow increase. It's a slow process. Find joy in the process. Find some reward in the process. Find some inner peace in the fact that you are taking one small step every day and that is what will add up. Because people get so caught up in how fast I can see results. Let me, let me just break this down really quickly. If you feel the need to see extremely fast results in the area of your life, it is generally because you feel insecure or don't feel good enough in that area of your life, and you cannot wait to stop feeling that. I've seen this time and time again with clients. They come in and they want to lose weight so fast, and I'm like, why? And they're just like, oh, I, just, I just want to. Why? Uh, do you not feel good the way you are? No. You're not happy when you look in the mirror? No, okay. Most of the time when we have this desire and this urge to see fast results is because we do not feel good within ourselves about that area of our life and we have to change it. We need to start with this acceptance of where we're at and go, all right, this is now baseline. This is now my zero point. And I'm gonna find ways to take pride and joy and fulfillment and self-esteem from my actions each day because I can control that. If you're 50 kilos overweight, but you eat well and move that day, then fucking hell, feel good about yourself. Feel pride because you did everything you did today. You can't change the last 10 years, but you can feel pride in that right now. If you're in amazing shape and you eat like shit and don't train, yeah, you, you should probably feel a little bit like, you know what, I, I, dropped, I, slipped, I slipped up today, I dropped the ball. Get back on track. We need to start taking self-esteem in our actions. And the people who, and when we're stuck with 
feeling really bad and where we're at, we have this desire to go too quick. That desire to go too quick leads to unsustainable habits and behaviors that we go too fast with. We can't see results, we can't maintain it. And then we end up back at square one, ironically, where we are still not feeling good within ourselves. So there's a, there's a lot to be said about trying to both balance focusing on the process and focusing on getting results 100%, but also working on your own self-image to not do it completely from a place of feeling bad within yourself because then you'll get obsessed with seeing results quickly and that's a danger zone. So we slowly want to build better habits. We slowly make increase increasingly better food choices. We slowly get our steps and move more. We slowly start working out, build that habit. Yes, we need to be monitoring our results in this time because we do want to see the progress, but just go at it from this place of almost expecting them to be very gradual because there's nothing wrong with goals, but there is something wrong with expectations. And most people set expectations, not goals. So they're trying to see results, but they, they expect to see them. If they don't see them, they either, again, drift into unsustainable eating habits or get disappointed, lose motivation, and are like, screw this shit, I'm out. Monitor results, set realistic goals, not expectations, and that is the process. And what you need to do is you need to build habits into your life, right? Habits to remind you to focus on your habits and process. The fuck do I mean by that? A morning ritual where you go, what are my things I'm doing today toward this goal, right? What am I going to do today? I'm going to monitor my food. I'm going to eat my veggies with lunch and dinner, and I'm going to do my workout after work, right? You actually need a habit of focusing on the most important habits and routines and things you're doing that day. Those who get into the habit in the morning, say, of doing that, of going, this is what I'm doing today. They're the ones who win in life because they don't go through the day being a zombie. They don't go through the day just carelessly taking actions that don't move them toward where they want to be. And realize that that's a fucking habit too. What you do in the morning, do you get up and just zombie out of bed, have some coffee, get to work? Or do you get out of bed and take 20 minutes to go, what am I working toward? What's most important to me right now? Why is that important? Here's what I'm doing today. Here's my three to five things. And if I do, I push that needle forward. That is a habit that if you build that habit, it'll help you keep the rest. So with our challenges in our gym, we get people on a Sunday to plan their week. They plan their food. They look at the challenges coming up. They, they get into a habit of before the week begins, I get myself organized. If you get into that habit, your week is 50 times easier. I've done it with business and I've had bad and good patches like any person. But when I'm in a good patch, when I'm, when I'm doing things right, like I do most of the time, it's Sunday. What's coming up? How am I going to dominate this week? And then I get up every morning. What am I going to do this week? Those three to five things are going to move the needle. It's the same in every, every area of your life. It's a habit around understanding the process and getting your focus there. Where your focus goes, the energy will flow, they like to say. And that's all habits. And that's the big picture stuff that most people miss. Most gyms, most challenges, most protocols out there just stick you on carelessly low amounts of food. You lose some weight. A lot of people put it back on. They make it very difficult to lose in the future. And it's sad. It pisses me the fuck off, as you can probably tell. Because I just don't want people to have to struggle with that their whole life because I've been there, still struggling, to be honest, at times. So do things the right way. Realize the patience involved and don't fall prey to those short-term approaches that are just causing you more problems than they're solving. Otherwise, you're in for a very rough long-term thing if you're someone who's struggled with it already. 
I can tell you that's only going to make you more frustrated, more disempowered. And the saddest thing, the saddest thing, I was saying this to my team yesterday in our team meeting, the thing that saddens me the most in probably life in general is when people feel like they can't, you feel disempowered. You feel like you can't impact the results. And, and the sad thing about a lot of those protocols and challenges is the end result is because you've done it so many times, you tried again, it didn't work. You feel disempowered. You feel like the victim. You feel like you're not in control of this area of your life. And I can tell you, if you get into that mindset, you're wrecked. It's game over. You can't, you can't win from that place. You've got to keep control. You've got to focus on what you can control and do everything in your power to do things the right way. The last analogy I give you on this, on that is this. It's doing those sort of protocols, doing those quick fixes and ending up in a worse place than where you started often. Again, metabolic, metabolic metabolism issues. It's almost like getting into financial debt in a way that the more debt you incur, the more interest you pay and the harder it gets. Every time you do that protocol and again, lose weight, gain weight back, often people overshoot you're essentially getting into bigger debt and it's harder to get out every time you do it. So you need to cut that off earlier. Otherwise it's gonna be very difficult to get out of it. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Hopefully you took some stuff away from that. If you did, please let me know, shoot me a message on the socials. And if you really like the podcast, don't be afraid to share it with a friend because they'll probably like it too. If you like it and your friends, that's why you get along so well. And you can even be amazing and give it a little review if you're on iTunes you can give it the old five-star review because it is five stars. If it's not, then I apologize. No, just kidding. It's five stars. Give us a review. Hope you enjoyed that. I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye.